Do you like to be in control or do you like to take the back seat? Join in as we go over the differences of manual and automatic photography. Hey everyone, welcome to the Photog Experience Storyteller Podcast. It's been a hot minute since I've been able to record literally anything. With the holidays, work, some family dynamics changing and being crazy, everything has just been all just thrown up in the air. But I'm going to make this podcast a priority because one, I really enjoy doing it. Two, it's a really fun and creative outlet. Three, the episodes I've done so far have performed way better than I could ever imagine. And four, I just miss talking to you all. So if this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. This pod is here to give you practical advice through photography to help tell your story. I love teaching and helping people get better at capturing the moments that help tell their story. If you're listening to this and you take the occasional photo or home video, you are a storyteller. I just want to help give you the tools to make the story come to life for you and anyone you want to share it with. My name is Jonathan Bailey, your host of this podcast. I run a YouTube channel called The Photog Experience, so if you're into watching content about travel, photography, anything like that, I recommend you check it out. Full of all forms of traveling and tips and tricks on photography. I also run another small up-and-coming YouTube channel called The Family Coasters. This is a channel all about traveling with my family to theme parks like Universal, Disney, Carowinds, Dollywood, and more. Each channel will be linked down in the show notes below, so definitely if you're into that sort of thing, go and check it out. Also a link to all of my social media will be down there as well, as well as my website and the equipment I'm going to be using to help produce this podcast. You know, it feels good to be back. Um, this is episode six, but if this is the first time you're checking out the pod, I'm going over my photo 101 series for the first 15 or so episodes. These episodes are here to help you get better at mastering the camera to help you tell your story. So far, we've gone over exposure and the three major parts of it, aperture, shutter speed, and ISO. The trifecta, if you will. On today's episode, we are going over manual shooting versus automatic shooting. Which one I choose, which is easier, and the benefits of both. You hear in the photo world, you're not a real photographer if you don't shoot manual. Or, I shoot automatic because it's easy. Well, I'm here to lay at rest the differences so you can pick the best setting for you at capturing your story. So this is the part of the podcast where I tell a tad joke that's typically focused around photography, but I love all sorts of dad jokes. So if you have a dad joke, I highly recommend that you go check out our Facebook page. There will be a link down in the show notes and just let me know what kind of dad jokes you have and maybe it'll make the podcast. It's humor time. Humor time. Here it goes. Why was Cinderella so helpful about her photos? She knew her prince would come one day. <laughs> you know, prince, prince, it's hard to say and hard to differentiate, but prince and prince. <laughs> it's pretty funny. All right, dad joke done. Remember, let me know if you have a dad joke. And like I said, it may make the pod. Another segment in this podcast I like to do before we get into the meat and potatoes is I love to feature a piece of equipment that could really help you tell your story. It's not always photography-centered, 
but I believe it's a tool that can definitely help you with your story creations. I have quite a few new toys that I have purchased within this last little bit, um, but I will not go over those. Um, I will save those for later podcasts. For today's episode, I'm going to go over something that's so simple yet extremely powerful in helping with your photography and storytelling, camera strap. A camera strap is often overlooked. It's usually one of the last things to grab, or you leave it all together, or you grab the original strap that came with your camera. You know, it shows the branding, it shows what kind of camera you have, and it's cool, but it's not very effective. And there are so many reasons why getting a good camera strap can be so useful. I use a company called Black Rapid. I've actually been using their straps since college over 15 years ago. The quality you get out of the product is literally unmatched. Not only are they made well, the functionality is where it's at. They make carrying your camera and handling your camera so much easier and way more comfortable. With a black rapid strap, you literally have your camera at your side at all times. But not only for photos, it's great for videos. Having more points of contact with your body with a good camera strap can help get you smooth, sweeping footage for that ultimate cinematic look. Personal and professional, I have black rapid camera straps on my cameras literally at all times. I'll leave a link down in the show notes of the one that I use, but there are so many different varieties and configurations. So now let's get into what this episode is all about. We are going over the differences between manual and automatic photography. I will not say if one is better than the other. Some photographers out there have very strong feelings that manual is the only way to go, while some only shoot in automatic for the ease. And there's some, like me, that are kind of in the middle. So let's define them. When I bring up the two, I'm talking about the ways in which your camera reads and interprets exposure. The lightness and darkness of a photo, basically. Manual gives you full control of the camera and all things exposure. And the camera allows a specific amount of light determined by you. No more, no less. It listens to your every desire. With automatic, that changes. The camera begins to start thinking for itself a bit. You can go fully automatic, where the camera does all the thinking for you, or you have a few different modes, which only give the camera some control. Say with ISO, you can set the ISO to auto. So the camera then reads the situation and determines the amount of light you need, then adjusts the ISO higher or lower to help with your exposure. Or you can give full control and change that yourself. Most cameras range from ISO 100 to ISO 25,000 and higher depending on the camera. Now when you're in control, you're basically setting up how much grain will be in your photo. If your camera was in charge and you think you have this amazing photo and then you look to see that your ISO was bumped up all the way because you're in a low light situation, the more grain you will have in your photo and more grain that you have to deal with. Sometimes you have to rein in the ISO to get the right exposure. But when you are in charge, you also get to be in charge of the grain. Next thing you have control over is aperture. Remember, aperture is the opening in which the light comes through to the lens to the sensor or film. You can control this in manual mode, and you can also control this while in a setting called Aperture Priority, or AV. This setting or mode allows you to be in control of the aperture while the camera adjusts the shutter speed to get the right exposure. The aperture is what gives your photo depth as well. The smaller the aperture number, say 2.8, means the larger the opening and the less amount of area is in focus. This causes a lot of things to be out of focus. 
The larger the number, the smaller the opening, means more will be in focus. This can be an amazing tool to get the shot that you want to help tell your story. Also, if you let the camera adjust, you really don't know the depth of field of your camera or your shot. Next is shutter speed. You have full control or, again, let the camera do it for you. There's another mode that you can shoot in called shutter speed priority or TV, which you have control over the shutter speed and the camera controls the aperture. The shutter speed is how fast you can take a photo. It usually goes from 30 seconds all the way to one four thousandth of a second. Being in control of this can be crucial during low light situations. The longer the shutter speed means the longer it takes to take a photo. The longer the shutter speed, there's more likelihood of motion blur. Say you're in a bright area and your shutter speed is around one two thousandth of a second. That's extremely fast and you'll see no motion blur. But if you have a shutter speed of one tenth of a second, or let's say one second, the longer it takes to take the photo, you're going to have motion blur. Unless you're using a hands-free device like a tripod. Now, long exposures are a super fun way to take photos and to step up an image, but taking the right precautions to do that is key. Another setting you have control over is white balance, or how warm or cool a photo looks. Let's say how yellow red or how blue a photo looks. You can have full control over this where you adjust the Kelvin scale or K to what you think looks best. Say the photo looks too warm, you take your Kelvin number down. If your photo looks too cool, make your Kelvin higher. The Kelvin of sunlight is between 5,000 and 5,500. If you want your camera to do the work, you can choose settings between daylight, shade, cloudy, tungsten light, white fluorescent, or flash. All of these settings can be useful in a pinch while trying to get the right white balance of a shot. All of those have a set Kelvin range, and learning those can really help you figure out what setting you need. There is also an auto mode where the camera will control the white balance for you, and as the lighting changes, so does the Kelvin all behind the scenes. What's amazing about cameras is that you can have as much control as you want full manual mode to full automatic mode. If you want to be meticulous and have control over every aspect, then you can. Or if you're just learning and you don't know what proper settings there has to be, or the right exposure or anything like that, you can use full automatic or anything in between. In my opinion, the camera's computer can only do so much. Yes, cameras are getting better, but in weird light situations, it's hard to get the exposure you want in automatic. Let's say you're backlit, or the sun is shining down on something and it's creating a really crazy highlight, or you're shooting a concert and the stage lights are extremely overpowering. If you're in automatic mode, your camera will have a hard time making the proper adjustments you need to create the image you're wanting to capture. But when you have full control over everything, or 90% of the control, you make the image come to life. When I shoot, I use aperture priority 90% of the time, unless I'm using studio lighting. One, because I want to be in control of my depth of field. I really don't care about the shutter speed unless it's a low light situation. The rest of the settings, ISO and white balance, I'm in full control over these as well. I usually use ISO 100, the lowest my camera will go, and I'll adjust my Kelvin depending on the lighting situation. It's all about what you feel comfortable with. This is all about giving you the knowledge and the tools to help tell your story. Now, I will say, this is if you're shooting with a DSLR or mirrorless camera. 
When you get into mobile photography, it's basically thrown out the window. Newer phones, especially iPhones, yes, go team Apple, have crazy computational photography capabilities. You can only shoot, or for the most part, in automatic mode in the native camera app. You can download third-party apps where you can have control, but the native app on the iPhone is insanely good. My iPhone is actually my photo camera of choice when I go on trips with my family. It's quick, it's easy, and it gets the right shot for the most part without me having to do too much work on it. Of course, there's editing and things like that, but that's another discussion. When it comes to professional photos though, I shoot with a Canon DSLR, and most of the time it's either an AV or aperture priority or in full manual. So with this, both modes have benefits and hardships. Well, thank you all again for checking out this podcast. Thank you for making it this far, and I can't wait to go even further into my Photo 101 series. If you all would like, I would highly appreciate you going and giving it a review, possibly sharing this with either other photo friends or people who are interested in photography, because that's how the powers that be in the podcast world determine if they want to push this podcast out to other people. And I want it to go as far as it can. This is Jonathan Bailey with the Photog Experience Storyteller Podcast. Keep creating. Hey.